I don't have the space. I don't have the capacity. I don't have the energy. And I'm not going to coddle you. I don't care. Right. I don't care about you because you clearly don't care about yourself. I'm not going to hold you up. If I had to do that for everybody, I'd be a zombie. Yeah. I don't have the capacity. When you want to start caring about yourself, I'm going to show up right next to you. It's an automatic energy force. The holistic medicine of people have firmly believed that honesty, truth, is the strongest vibrational frequency that a human being can carry. And I can tell you factually, it's true. I agree. Because I live in that space right now. And the moment I stop living in that space, like what just recently happened to me, I wasn't being honest with myself. I should be going to the doctor. I should have gotten myself checked. I had this fear. And so I believed that because I was lying to myself, my body said, okay, dude, we're going to do it the hard way then. <laughs> I believe that. I believe I created that space because I couldn't be honest with myself. What up, everybody? Welcome to Talk Car <laughs> Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. We are live right now, right here in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Is there a tornado going on over there? So it's a fucking... tornado. Welcome to the show, guys. We got a great show for you today. If you guys, listen to me, if you guys are not subscribed to this channel, you're not on uh, all the... The platforms that we are on, I'm talking about the media platforms, I'm talking about the audio platforms, I'm talking yep. about the TikToks, I'm yes. talking about, I'm talking about everything. We even, we even got a new Twitter. But if you're not subscribed to this channel right now, why don't you beep off? Pause. I did the go. Beep. We're not talking until you go. So go. I did the beep. Myself. I'm going to shut up until they go. Go subscribe. Oh, I'm ignoring you. We're not going to talk about it. Oh my god! I think we just got everybody went up. Anyway, welcome to the show, <laughs> Brian. Brian Gorman, man, what's popping, man? What's going on? What are we talking about today? Because oh, I have zero, man, zero clue. And which I love makes that. me that, nervous. That's my favorite part. I do it all the time. What do we call this? Ambush journaling or uh, something like that? Yeah, it's called I control the narrative. I'm basically <laughs> your king. Big news, media, pharma, everything. Because I feel like I am because you control it all. Yes. Anyway, so I have no idea. Which is uh, I'm ready to go. Let's do. Okay, this. so I was watching Hulu, right, with my wife. Watching? I don't even remember to be honest with you because once this commercial hit, Wait, so they show this commercial of this this girl sitting on the bus and and she's acting anxious, right, and. They're, they're narrating through this about, you know, getting ready for a basketball game. And, and she's, like, struggling to get her stuff ready. And then it shows her, like, sneak into the locker room. And she reaches in there and grabs her backpack. And she drops her bag. And her friend was like, are you coming? And she was like, no, I, I can't make it today. And I thought for sure, for the first time, I was going to see a commercial about kids doing drugs. And the truth about drugs. Instead, what I saw was a vape commercial. <clears throat> now call me an a-hole I always but do. I am still waiting to meet the day that a kid takes a hit off the vape and goes and robs half the neighborhood or overdoses or overdoses or in theory has anything go wrong in their life besides the fact that they're dumb and they don't know what they're doing and they're making a mistake and while that's valid it is not the problem we're facing today and it's got me pissed off because this commercial is funded by a company that collects money from people, they pay their higher-ups whatever they feel like justifying, and they throw this stupid-ass commercial that makes parents feel good about it. Well, first off, I, I guarantee you, I haven't seen this commercial, uh, but I guarantee you that uh, Big Tobacco is probably funding this commercial. That is the least of your problems. I would rather every kid I might have smoke vapes until they're 50 
Right. Then go down other roads. So let's address not, the reality of the problem. So let's call uh, them out. Okay. So, so for real, like vaping's not good. Smoking cigarettes is not good. Absolutely. Right, like, yep, like, got like, it. Like, yep. Okay. Got cool. It. And I, and I am all about. I'm not downgrading that in any way either. And, and I haven't seen this commercial, like I said. But yes, please. I would love to see see the commercial with the the cheerleaders. Uh, you know, getting ready to start a game, and she goes off, sneaks off into the locker room, and and does a little bumpy bump and overdoses right there in the in the shower you know what i mean like that's what's really happening out, out there blood running out of her nose right. and let's get a real let's get a real commercial because that is happening you know you why know? they don't do that though i mean i know why it's because parents can't handle seeing that they need to they can handle the vaping because oh i can control that if you're out of your mind if you think you can control that right for starters well i think that's the conspiracy it's not we, we don't give a sh- uh, we don't care that kids are vaping we don't but philip morris does that's the real deal. I mean, that's what's happening. They're justifying the way that they controlled the narrative, and it's got me just kind of like amped up. I'm like, why are we so focused on the smallest problem our kids are facing? Why? Like, I'm, I'm somebody, if, if you're out there and you're listening to this, please, I would love to get in a constructive conversation with you where you feel like that is the most important narrative. Well, if you want to debate that with me, I'm all ears. I would love to sit there. Change his and mind. Let's go. That, yeah, please change my mind. Let's get into this and let's have this conversation because I am still yet to see. There's God only knows how many people out there that smoke and the majority of them don't do drugs. So okay. it's not like a gateway in my opinion. Nicotine, I don't feel is the gateway. Oh, I'm going to tell you right Personally. now. I'm going to tell you right now. If these people cared. And I, I, I'm not for it. I'm, I'm all about freedom. I love freedoms. I love being able to decide if I want to do this and decide if I want to do that and, 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 and have that and be able to do that in America. Mm-hmm. That's one thing we can do. I can decide if I want to smoke cigarettes. You can decide if you want to hate me from smoking cigarettes. Absolutely. That's what we have, the freedom to do that, mm-hmm. right? What I hate about it is the, the big social media and the boob tube on TV and, and the news mm-hmm. channels. Like, they control how we feel. They control how most Americans feel. Not real, not not people in the know, mm-hmm. right? But they control that. And it's just like what they did in in the last two years, right? They they controlled the narrative, got everybody scared and and have everybody doing the jab and doing all these things. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, they control the narrative to get people scared to do what they want, right? When are we going to look at the government and say, the government doesn't care about us if they really thought cigarettes and vaping were bad they'd really just ban it like if they cared that much make it illegal they would they would just make it illegal they made everything else illegal right because they say that it's bad and it kills people so they made it illegal not that making cigarettes illegal would stop people from smoking mm-hmm. it, it, it might slow them down who knows right i don't know man i'm living in this world where i don't feel and flip side of that coin I'm living in this world where I don't feel like having drugs illegal is helping anything either. You got a buddy. Hell yeah. Huh? You got Smokey. What's up, Fran? Smokey. But yeah, I don't feel... So this is a whole different story and a whole different plot twist because I I don't feel decriminalization of anything has done any good for the, the, the country as a whole. I mean, look at... Look what prohibition did to to alcohol. Mm-hmm. You know, look what look how many deaths came of that. And and actually, if you want to break that down, that's where the gangs started. Was the prohibition of alcohol? Yeah, gangs found a way. Okay, well, it's illegal. We're gonna we're gonna gang up. We're gonna make some bathtub gin. Yep, and we're gonna make millions. 
You know, we're going to sell it across the country because no one else can get it. So, I don't know, man. It's, and it's, I agree with you. I think it is the, the cigarette companies, tobacco, whoever. I, I think that the government says you sure. need to properly educate. So, we're going to make a stupid commercial. Mm-hmm. Of like, if your kid is vaping, you, the child shouldn't be playing basketball anyways. Because if they're vaping enough, they probably can't breathe and they suck <laughs> at basketball. There's your purse problem. Let's okay. get down to the real story, though. What, let's, let's, what we want to see so is here, real commercials. About like, real like problems. I want to see genuine commercials because what I'm what I'm seeing out there is this narrative push of I'm going to do the least amount of work possible to look like I'm actually trying, and because most of America is a bunch of idiots. We love you all, though. I, subscribe. Yeah. <laughs> if you're listening to this, then clearly you're curious about life. So if you're I don't curious, you know. You're, I mean, obviously you're amazing. Yeah, right. So yeah. it's not these people because they're, we don't talk, we're not twisting we the narrative for us. We're talking about the reality of life and that the problem is bigger than vaping. Do I believe it's a problem? Yes. But until somebody dies, overdoses, destroys their life, robs from everybody they know, can't actually get out of bed, can't function as a human being, and has actual literal problems from it can't get can't go to work because you're hung over from vaping right yeah like no, let's, if let's, i took a hit of the vape and i passed out my eyes rolled back in my head and somebody had narcan me okay let's do a commercial about it that makes sense well, that well, is scary let's break it down that we have we had two hundred thousand kids die last year from alcohol and drug overdoses and alcohol related you know that's not even counting alcohol related deaths mm-hmm. that's not counting heart disease and, and all this complications that come with drug addiction Right, we had two hundred thousand Americans die last year. Yeah, and do you see that on the news ever? No. Do you see commercials of that no. ever? No, we're not talking about that. We don't because it's a real problem, and they don't care. They don't care about us. That we're we are we are the. We are pond scum. If you're going to use drugs and heroin and all that and, and do it, you're nothing to these people, and yeah. they don't care about you. That's just, I hate to say it, but that's a fact. The people that, oh, well, we're sitting around waiting on the government, this is something. they ain't going to do nothing because they don't care about you. If it doesn't lie in their pockets, they're not going to do nothing about it. Right. You know, and it's, it's they created a problem in 2010, like big, <laughs> you know what company they are. They created this problem while the government sit back and watch them create this problem and go into these pill mills and, and, and create this Oxycontin and just push it and, and literally push it so hard in your face as a non-addictive pain medication, literally. And then they took it away. Took it away from everybody. He said, mm-hmm. "You know what? We're gonna we're gonna come up with laws and regulations." And then that same company that pushed and did this basically started this this heroin uh, uh, opioid epidemic and these overdoses is the same company that came back and had this magic cure for it mm-hmm. that cost a whole lot of money. So the only people that's gonna, the only people that give a shit about about addiction and drug overdoses are the people that are lying in their pockets and with these so called cures. So you know? I mean, it, it, let let's let's break down the reality of what's actually happening here. You don't want to shut down tobacco companies because they 
spend a lot of money on taxes. They lobby their a in, lot of their money. Their income gets taxed. They tax the cigarettes that get sold. They tax our dollars so many times, I can't even see straight by the time the yep. dollar is done getting taxed. Yeah, and then they they, spend, they take a lot of that money that they make, these Philip Morris, they take a lot of money that they make, and they push it. They, 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 they lobby governments. Oh, absolutely. 100%. They spend a lot of money on, on governments. Right, on, so they said, act like you care. So we're going to make a commercial that literally should have been about drugs like if they would have taken that narrative and at the end when the kid they show the backpack it's not a vape that falls out it's a needle yeah that would have made sense right because the whole narrative fit and then all of a sudden i saw a vape and i went are you <laughs> he was what? he was appalled like, like what this <laughs> is the problem with this is what we just spent uh however many hundred thousand dollars making a commercial for like what are we what you ignorant idiots. Like, come on, wake up. You, you're so woke, but you need to actually wake up and realize what's actually happening. And when are you actually going to do something about it? And when are we as Americans actually going to stand up and be like, okay, vaping's a problem. Got it. But if I'm going to do the data and put it on the, the poll of death rate and all these other things, it falls all the way to the bottom every day of the week, no matter what data you put in front of me, no matter what you say. At the bottom. Period. On every level of the side effects of nicotine, besides stuff that won't affect you for 50 years and still is arguable about whether or not it killed you. There's still no data that physically backs it up. Mm -hmm. Oh, cigarettes cause cancer. Yeah, so does stress, but you let us go to work. Let us put up with, with you guys. We got to go to work twice as long because we got to pay all you idiots all this tax money. So you tax my income and then I go buy gas. You tax the crap out of that. And then I go buy cigarettes, and you tax the crap out of that. And by the time I'm done, I've actually made way less than I actually thought I made. And yet somehow you're making it about the smallest problem we have. Taxation with that. What are we talking about? Well, it's, uh, <laughs> I heard this today, too, and this is something you could, uh, got me thinking, too, is, uh, you know, like 120 years ago, you know, we never had to... We never had to ask permission to hunt. We never had to ask permission to fish. We didn't have to ask permission to collect rainwater. We didn't have to ask permission. We didn't have to pay money. You know, basically, the, the government's extorting us, right? They're extorting us. Everything we, we want to add on to our room, we have to ask the government. We want to we wanna do this, we have to ask the government. We want to drive a car, we have to ask the government. We, we want to do all the anything that we want to do. And it's not asking the government. We have to get permission. And then we have to give them money. So we're getting extorted in everything that we do, no matter what it is. Mm-hmm. You know, it's crazy. It's crazy. We're just, we're just doing it all backwards. Freedom, huh? I've talked about it a million times. We all live our lives backwards, but <sighs> buckle up, cancel culture, because I got another uh-huh. analogy that, that I want to actually dive into, and let's see if people can sit through it long enough to, to understand my point. Are you guys ready for this? Are you ready? I'm, I don't, I'm not sure I am. Because I, I think, but okay, by the way, I would never kill myself. And he's going on record. <laughs> I'm not crazy. I promise. I was watching an, another reaction video um, from the Hodge twins and they were showing a transgender woman, right? Who had gone through bottom Slippery surgery. Slippery slope. Who had gone through bottom surgery, right? Okay. So she got a Barbie pouch is what they call it. Apparently. Oh, and God. I think that's a cute name and good for you. Well done. Okay. All right. She is losing her shit, right? Because her new bottom area is rejecting itself because it's not supposed to be there. And so it's causing an issue with her transition. And while she is bawling her eyes out in this car, crying and swearing that she doesn't regret it, the last thing she said was, 
This is what I have to do to get comfortable in my own skin. And what I saw when she said that was every addict I've ever talked to. So why in the world do we praise transgender people for the way they're handling not being comfortable in their skin, but we shame addicts, we shame bodybuilders, we shame all these other people that are dealing with the exact same problem? I'll wait. Because I would love to hear a valid argument for that. Well, here's my point. Because look, I get it, and no, I do I mean, have I do have empathy for point. her. That here, must here, be tough. That yeah, is tough. I that get is, it. That is tough. It's a tough man, and and, and that's the thing. <clears throat> it's not going to be easy, right? None of these things are going to be easy. Like everything should, everything should get its moment in the spotlight, right? Everything should. I believe, you know. No, tra- I'm not against what she's going through. And I no, believe she I know should that. be heard. I, I know that. I'm just saying that's tough, and everything is tough. You're right. Like you know, but at the same time, like there's a whole community across the country that that you know the stigma exists for us too, right? For drug addicts and alcoholics and felons and ex criminals and 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 just like you said, like. I don't know. It's all tough, man. It's it's all a very... But the thing about it is, I don't... I live in the world of re- recovery. Mm-hmm. I lived in the world of addiction. I lived in the world of poverty. I lived in these worlds. I'm not... I don't care. Right? I don't care what you think of me. Mm-hmm. I don't care. You know, I, I might care what you think of me, right? So Because you're my buddy and you're somebody I care about, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. But I don't care what he down the road thinks about me. I don't care what anybody else thinks about me. I don't... I don't, I don't you, you hate addicts? You hate drug addicts? Okay. <laughs> awesome. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to cancel you because you hate me. It doesn't... I, you're not... You don't affect me. I live in a world where everything that happens to me is my fault, and I got to do, I got to handle it the way that I see fit to handle, the way that's best for me. Yes. I got to deal with discrimination. I got to deal with stigma. I got to deal with all. I've had to deal with all of these things. I got a rap sheet, you know. I got, I got people, you know, trying to get a job, and you got seven felonies. It, it, you know, but you know what? You don't get that job. You go down the road and get the next one. I don't try to cancel that company because they didn't hire me. Right. You know, and and I think that's the difference. That I the only problem that I see is like I get it. We're a you're in a genre, a community, and you're you're feeling depression, and you feel you feel like you know you you don't have a leg up, and you, you know this and that. Who cares? Make it, make your leg. Get your you know nobody's gonna come around and save you. Like you're not gonna get a everybody. Oh, I I can't get a break. But who gives a shit? No one's ever get break. your break. Go get it. Nothing was handed to me. Nothing will ever get handed to anybody. Nothing. Nobody that talks about their big break when you hear that, man, I, I just got my big break. Cool. What they don't ever hear is what that person did for the 10 years up to that big break was a lot of sleepless nights, a lot of feeling discouraged, a lot of thinking failures. you're not going to make it, a lot of failures, a lot of people telling you, see, I told you, so you're never going to make it. And they kept pounding that into them. Like, just to be clear, I genuinely felt her pain. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. I was like, damn, that must be tough. I get you. Mm-hmm. I still don't feel comfortable in my skin, yeah. but I deal with it. I understand it. And she's dealing with it yeah. in her own way. And I am okay with that. If you want to go through bottom surgery, upper surgery, I don't care. You want to strap 14 plastic tits to you? I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. Hi, man. You're dealing with it. That's fine. That'd be a great OnlyFans page. They'd probably but make a lot of money. We are praising. We're so proud of you for what you're going through. And they have 
situations where it's very traumatizing mm-hmm. and we're just so proud of them. But if I go down the street because I'm dealing with a crap load of anxiety and I get some Xanax and I'm trying to deal with my uncomfortable feeling, I'm a piece of crap. Mm-hmm. What do you call that? A double narrative or a double negative? Like, double, yeah, like yeah. you can't say what's right and what's wrong. That's a construct. I get that. But the point is, we this country's equality equal i keep hearing this word it's not then when is it going to be the same it my point is it never will be and it and it doesn't need to be it doesn't need to be equal everybody don't need to be equal everybody's not equal it's simple as that everybody's not equal i could lift up this desk and chris can't <laughs> you know if if, if sorry chris <laughs> Take my strong hand. <laughs> Sorry, Chris. I love you, Chris. We're beating Chris up today. Yeah, yeah. he's the best, though. So, so he was going to say something. Uh, yeah, <laughs> fire off, Chris. Come on, give it to me. <laughs> no, but like, and that's okay. Everybody's not built equally. There's a million billion people that are way more intelligent than me, mm-hmm. way more driven than me. You know, and and that's the thing. Like, I don't. I don't care about talent. I don't care about not I, for me. I'm not the smartest man. I, I don't have any talent as far as I'm concerned. But one thing I do have is a mindset that says if you get on a treadmill and I get on the treadmill at the same time, there's only two things that's going to happen. One, you're going to get off before I do or I'm going to die. That's my mindset. And if everybody would just take on their own personal mindset and, and personal accountability for what they are and what they want to become and stop worrying about what everybody thinks and how the world's beating you down and you just can't get a break and all that horse crap and just really go after what you want and don't let anything stop you or anybody stop you. Nobody's going to be there to, to, to hand you something and nobody's going to be there when you fall. Right. You know what I mean? Like, it's you against you in this world, not you against the oppressors or the government or, you know, I don't care what, you know, your, your boss or the people, try, the people that do the hiring. I don't care. It's you against you and how you want to look at something. Right. So, and since we're on the commercial topic, this, this also goes down to, like, this suggestive narrative of, of why we're actually, like, preaching all these things to people. And they're like, why are there so many commercials about all these drugs that we can't actually go buy? Right. Like, here's the drug. It's got side effects that make me want to vomit half the time. Are you talking about, like, the the pharmaceutical All of them. prescriptions? All of them. We know. <laughs> I actually heard one the other day, and I, I pointed it out to Jess. It said one of the one of the 47 side effects is death. <laughs> That's what I'm I'm like, and you're pushing this to on God, people. I swear to God it said may cause death. <laughs> you were pushed. I heard one the other day that said, don't take this drug if you're allergic to this drug. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> What are you serious? What? It should make cause death. It actually uh, said that. Please don't take this medication if you're allergic to this medication. I'm not going to call it the name, but you know, like, like, <laughs> did I just hear that? Are we really that dumb? Oh my god! That we can literally put this in front of your face and it's no big deal. We're all doing life backwards. It's because we're taught that way. We've been programmed that way. It's the way that things operate. Somebody earlier this week came up to me and, and the person at work, and I hope you're not watching because I'm going to call you out without saying your name. But they came to me and they said, you know, man, I could see on the face of this person that wasn't a good day. And walked by and was like, what's up? Oh, nothing, man. My life really sucks and I don't know what to do. And I just looked to him and said, you're right. And I walked away. <laughs> he went, bro, he wasn't even going to hear what it was. No Fs given. No. <laughs> you clearly don't. Why should I? 
You are absolutely right. Your life sucks, and you obviously don't know what to do about it. Why are you telling me? Here, go to do the talkhardfans.com. Like, what do you What do you want from me? You want me to hear this? I I don't have the capacity in my head to listen to you bitch and complain about I don't even know what I don't even know what that means. What do you mean your life sucks? Like. If you were coming to me like, I'm struggling today and I would love to bounce some ideas, awesome. Let's sit down. Let's go, let's go through this. But I don't care that your life sucks. Your life sucks because you believe that it sucks. So the person came up to me later and said, what do you mean? I said, So he, he, he thought about this. Yeah. He, and he, he dwelled said, on he, it. He said, what do you mean? I said, what do you mean? What do I mean? Right? Now we're talking in circles. <laughs> this is clearly not making any sense because everything you just said <laughs> makes zero sense to me. Mm. Well, I just told you my life sucks and I don't know what to do about it. And I said, again, you're right. Your life sucks because you choose for your life to suck. You believe it sucks. I have lived in a car for months mm -hmm. and did not believe my life sucked. I just believed I was going through a time when I needed to learn something and I was going to dig deep and just deal with it. And I wasn't going to ask for the pity party and go complain to everybody and try to drag everybody down into my hole because that doesn't serve a purpose. So my life didn't suck. So what does that mean when you say your life sucks? Oh, my girlfriend just left me. Cool. Later. <laughs> now what? <laughs> Like, I don't know what you want from me besides you're waiting for all of these things outside of you to fix this inside. Like, that's not how it works. I think there's two types of people, man. It's just that. And I don't know what gets a person to the other side. To there's the other. assholes and there's non-assholes. You don't need to bleep this part, Chris. People need to hear this. All of you need an asshole in your life. I am at a pretty close to max capacity. Love you, Marty. So I will have to charge Love you too, for Chris. being that. But I will be that for you. And it's not because I don't care. It's because you need to hear it. Well, majority of the time, they're probably coddled. They're like, oh, you're right. Why is it, you know, she's a whore. Why'd she leave you? You know? Oh, man. What are you going to do? That's, that's my question. Like, okay, this is happening. You're going through this situation. Mm -hmm. But what are you going to do about it? Because mm -hmm. you saw my post the other day. It's mm -hmm. like, I'm interested in hearing your problem one time. And then after that, we're talking about solutions or we're not talking. And you're a better man than me. I know. <laughs> I know. Because I don't I've even want to hear about I've been it. trying to tell everybody on this on this I don't even want to hear about it. <laughs> because you've now wasted that 30 seconds of explaining that part of your life without getting to the actual solution. Yeah. That 30 seconds is valuable. What I can do for your life in 30 seconds is way more than listening to you complain. Yeah. So if you want to just accept that you have a problem and talk to people that you feel might be able to serve you well with that problem, then come at it constructively. I don't have 30 seconds to waste on your bitching. I don't. Sorry. <laughs> this is my life. No more coddling. Huh? I am the most selfish, honest asshole that believes that I am God's gift to the world. Why? Because the Bible actually says I'm a gift to the world. So I am. Can we look that up and see if it says that? Like, I am a gift from God. I am a creation of him. Okay. That does not make me an arrogant piece of crap. Okay. What that makes me is somebody that understands that if when I am the best me, everybody around me wins. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> I love it, man. Because, you know, I'm un unwittedly the same way i might not be quite as harsh as you but you know if i have a lot of people in my life to depend on me you know i have a lot of people that that, that do very well because of, of of the person that i have become right you know and if i'm not taking care of me then a lot of people are going to suffer you know and that 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 goes from the most macro level to my micro to macro level you know if i'm if i'm having a bad day and i'm i'm not taking care of it i'm not noticing it and mm -hmm. i'm being an asshole mm -hmm. well people around people that interact with me are going to be like oh damn. you know they're going to you know that whole thing but then if i have a 
uh, a macro bad day, you know, then things can go really south for, for a lot of people. And that's a, that's, you know, it's all in how I don't like, I don't hang out. I don't, my circle, my circle is small, right? My circle is small, but it's not, it doesn't have any, any complainers. It doesn't have any blamers. It doesn't have any people wishing, uh, sitting on their couch wishing. My circle is full of people that are go-getters and not willing to take no for an answer. Absolutely. You know, not willing to, to have an oppressor press them down. And it's your fault that I'm this way. And it, oh, that, that my, no, no. I don't have people like that in my circle because that that shit sucks the it sucks the life out of me man people that are co- complainers and 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 you know people that blame other people are just they they have a way of sucking the energy out of you and making you that way I can't be around that no I can't I don't have the space I don't have the capacity I don't have the energy and I'm not going to coddle you I don't care right I don't care about you cuz you clearly don't care about yourself I'm not going to hold you up. If I had to do that for everybody, I'd be a zombie. Yeah. I don't have the capacity. When you want to start caring about yourself, I'm going to show up right next to you. It's an automatic energy force. The holistic medicine of people have firmly believed that honesty, truth, is the strongest vibrational frequency that a human being can carry. And I can tell you factually, it's true. I agree. Because I live in that space right now. And the moment I stop living in that space, like what just recently happened to me, I wasn't being honest with myself. I should be going to the doctor. I should have gotten myself checked. I had this fear. And so I believed that because I was lying to myself, my body said, okay, dude, we're going to do it the hard way then. (laughs) I believe that. I believe I created that space because I couldn't be honest with myself. But in every other space of life where I'm honest, I'm honest with my boss. I'm honest the day they hired me. This is what I'm going to give you. This is what I want in return. Don't give it to me. I'll quit. Mm -hmm. Simple. And then I live up to those words. So I encourage everybody out there, if you're listening to this podcast right now, find someone that you're comfortable enough with to go spill your truth and then just sit back and live in that for 30 days and something will change. Well, we talk about this in addiction and in recovery a lot too. It's, it's, it coddling is a form of enabling Mm -hmm. and you know, you got in drug addiction, you know, there's a saying that if, if, if your loved one or whomever, if your loved one is is happy with you, you're probably enabling them. Mm -hmm. You know, if your loved one is pissed off at you and, and, and mad at you, then you're probably doing the right thing. And and that's the thing too. If you got pe- I, I, you got people in your life all the time that's gonna that's gonna gas you up and light you up. I need I need people in my life that are real. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't I, I, like you said a minute ago. I need that a hole in my life. Yes, you know, and, and who's gonna call me? And I have plenty, trust me when I say I have plenty of them. I do, uh, but. <clears throat> You know, in addiction, it's a little different, right? Uh, there is something I, I spend a lot of my time dealing with loved ones, uh, moms, dads, uh, you know, even addicts themselves. I spend a lot of my days dealing with with addicts, loved ones, and all that, right? And there, there is a you know, in my profession, I have to listen, right? I, I'm I'm listening. I'm always listening. I'm going to hear you out. I'm going to find out what's going on in your world, not just at just one instant. What went on last week? What went on before that? What went on there? How did that work out? How'd your wife feel? How'd your husband feel? Where are your kids at in the situation? You know, I got to find all these things out, and then we're going to start talking about solutions. Yeah. We're going to start talking about, okay, this is what's happening. This is what you need to do, and this is how you're going to do it. You know, that's different. That's a... I, I, hate, I guess I, I, hate I, I had to add that. I'm that sorry. That is a lost soul, right? right? That is different. 
when you're on drugs and you've been dealing with drugs for a long time, you can't think in the right mindset because your head is so fogged up from what you did to it. It's not possible. Yeah. That's a different headspace. Yeah. But I'm talking about somebody that functions every day, goes to work, lives a normal life for the most part, and then they're complaining about everything that's bad while they showed up in a perfectly good driving car. They're actually at work and have a job and they go home to their actual home where there's food in the fridge. And you're talking to me that you're like, running water and the like, shower. You're an asshole. No, listen, guys, I think a lot of that... <laughs> Is we can get stuck. We if you're around those types, and this is what I was talking about. Many, if you're around those types of people, people, it's real easy to get sucked into that, right? Oh yeah, it's real easy to get sucked into a become on a complainer or a blamer, you know. And uh, <clears throat> I think once you, if you have somebody in your life that, that a hole that we speak of, and he's like, bro, wake up, like look what you have. You know, and you you gotta you gotta take a step. Sometimes you gotta get smacked back into reality. Like, holy crap! Like, I have a job, I have a car, I have people that care about me. I have a home, I have a shower, I have running water. I ain't gotta I ain't gotta shower out of a bucket no more. I, you know, I got food in my fridge. It might not be a lot of food, but there's food in my fridge. You know, it just takes that sometimes. You know, like man, oh man, well, you know. And it comes down to you cannot complain from a grateful heart. And if you're constantly grateful for the things that you have in your life, the people that you have in your life, like you, you're not going to complain. Like I'm taking everything for granted. Now, if I, if I took what you call suck and then I stripped everything else away from you, that would be a different version of suck, yeah. right? Now, let me take your car so you got to walk somewhere. I'm going to take your job so you don't even know when you're going to get your next meal. I'm going to take all the food out of your house. Then let's talk about suck. Yeah. Now let's talk about what the real problem is. Yeah, yeah. Because sure. until then, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to hear about it. I don't have the space in my head, and you should do the same. You're not serving your friends. by oh, I'm so sorry for you. Let's sit down and have a bitch fest. <laughs> All right. Guys, we love you. This show is basically about have some freaking gratitude in your life. Please. Look around the room that you're in right now. You're on a phone. You're on a $1,000 phone right now. Like, come <laughs> right. on. Come on. You're on a computer. You got your kids at home. You got your wife's at home. Whatever you got, you know, you be grateful for the things you have and drive and grind your face off for the things that you want and never take no for an answer listen i'm just gonna be honest with you your life doesn't suck because you got to listen to this podcast today you got great you're welcome wonderful advice and we will continue to do this for you you're welcome you're and welcome we want you to join us in this so come on you're welcome comment, subscribe like share with your friends let's be great together and if you're mad about it then go be mad about it call me when you're ready to be great we love you guys we'll see you next week